0: hey guys it's paul here with chop shop sports joined today by riley I'm in the booth here and i got a friend uh we go way back uh from our glory days of youth sports uh joined with matt hireman here matt how are you doing tonight
1: it's good man good to be here yeah, man! excited to see the new po- the podcast, brother. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, I appreciate you taking some time to join us today. Um, obviously, your family is super involved in the sports. Your dad had a great uh, basketball career. Your older brother, Jeff, went to Ohio State, won a national title with them, um, then played for the Broncos, won the Super Bowl at the Broncos. Your older bro- uh, other older brother played ball up at Notre Dame. And then you bounced around. So you want to tell us a little bit about uh, your sports career?
1: Sure. So um, I started out um, uh, my freshman year at Florida Golf Coast, just uh, pursuing a golf career that, um, as you know, I didn't play a whole lot in high school because golf and football were the same season. So I navigated a little bit more towards football in high school. And then um, to start college, I just went more towards the golf route, which was quite crazy for people to hear um choosing golf over football wasn't as common back then so um, yeah that was a big deal for me and I guess everybody else so I did that for two years um wanted to kind of put a period on uh, my football career so I went back to Toledo in Ohio for my junior season and um yeah just kind of listened to my body um and kind of wrapped up my football career there so um but it was a great experience. And then, yep, senior year now, um, living in Naples with the whole COVID deal. So, so it's good to be here, though.
0: I remember when we were on the golf course one time talking, and you, you told me that you saw the best that football had to offer and the worst that football had to offer. Uh, can you talk to mm-hmm. about that and, and what ultimately led you to play golf, uh, at least at first in college?
1: Yeah, I just think, you know, I think. Football has so much to offer. Um, there's parts of it that are that are good and some that obviously aren't good. But um, I think it was such uh, it shaped me so much into being who I am today. And um, I think a lot of people can say that that have you know played the game in the past. Um, it doesn't matter what level you played it at. You got to learn everything you needed to. Whether it was you were playing Pop Warner or you played in the NFL, um, you kind of learn the same. Same ideas, so. Um, but obviously, the 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 negatives of it were, you know, as everybody sees in today's world, the the head injuries, the uh, knee injuries. For me, it was more personal. Uh, personally, it was more my hamstring, my knee area. Um, I didn't have really any concussions that I was aware of, but um, <laughs> yeah, thank God. You know, <laughs> not easy to say that. Not many can say that from football, but. Yeah, I was fortunate enough to kind of avoid those, but um yeah. So, so, but I have no regrets.
0: We have Super Bowl Sunday coming up uh in 2 days. What was it like mm-hmm. watching your brother? Was it Super Bowl 50 that he was with the Broncos?
1: Was that yeah, which yeah, was it 50? I don't remember the exact number it was. What was it like um, watching, uh him with uh Peyton Manning
0: in that Super Bowl?
1: That that was honestly at the time, I was so used to him just, you know, playing on these crazy stages. Like, you know, like a year before that, he's playing in uh, the national, the first ever national championship, the, the fourteen playoff oh. national championship. Oh. So I thought that was crazy. And they beat Alabama. So I'm like, that's, you know, that's never been seen before. And then, yeah, next thing I know, he's playing in the Super Bowl with Peyton Manning. So um, unfortunately, he was hurt that year, which sucked. I wish he could have. Because I know he could have helped the team, um, but they got the job done. So it was awesome, though. Very, very cool experience to see him succeed so much in something he worked so hard for. So for sure, for sure. So
0: let's let's talk let's talk Super Bowl. Um, we got the Chiefs coming in rolling after beating the Bills last week, and then you got the old man Tom Brady rolling in with uh, at age forty three right now still kicking uh, after beating the Saints and then the Packers. Crazy. Um, let's start with the legacy. That's that's been the talk all week, and I'll let you start. Um, whose legacy has a big? What what? In terms of legacy, this game means more for who? So I think uh, at tied. Um, you really got to consider
2: Tom Brady to be more affected by this. I know um, he's already got a pretty good handle on the on the goat debate right Now at number one, um, and I think if he wins number seven against Patrick Mahomes, he puts it to rest, um, permanently for at least people that are playing now. Um, I don't think Patrick will be able to come back from it, but if he loses, he does leave that door open for Patrick Mahomes. You know, he's got a long career ahead of him still. Uh, I think he leaves some room to catch up. So I don't he Brady more, Matt. What are
0: your thoughts on the legacy?
1: Yeah, no, I, I would piggyback off what Riley said. I, I think he, uh, Kind of – the idea is, like, Tom's going – this is kind of – Tom's only got a handful left, and I would say Patrick's probably got two handfuls left of Super <laughs> Bowls, you know? Yeah, like, so, think about it. This guy's going to be – what's he signed? A 10-year contract. 10-year contract. In, yeah, with this, for first stupid amount of money. If he's playing 10 more years, you've got to be realistic and think he's going to play in at least seven. In those ten years, he's going to be showing up in the Super Bowl in at least seven. I would take that bet any day of the week.
0: So I think Tom Brady, like you guys have both mentioned, that he can solidify the debate here and put a stop to it. Where if at forty three he's beaten a a young Patrick Mahomes, that'd be like if Michael Jordan beat LeBron in two thousand and three in the in in the um in the NBA Finals. However, if he loses, it doesn't mean anything. All, all it does is it does lead to the door open for Mahomes. So I would argue that it does matter more for Mahomes because although winning doesn't mean he'll become the GOAT, if he loses, he can't. Um, and, and I think it's as simple as that. Uh, there's been a lot of talks. We got a, a question from one of our followers on Instagram. If Tom Brady wins, does he hang it up? Matt, what are your thoughts?
1: If Tom Brady wins, does he hang it up? Does he Um, require a few wins? Uh, I, you know, I, I actually, we were speaking about it just a a minute ago, but I think the fact that Peyton Manning went out with a Super Bowl win, I thought that was the most OG way to go out. So, I mean, why not? You know, I, I guess it kind of even says what I, what I said earlier is just if his body's still good to go, you know, probably harder for him to leave than somebody in college or high school. But, uh, you know, honestly, that would be a cool way to go out. You know, what do you what do you guys think on that?
0: What are your thoughts, Riley? Yeah, Matt, I completely
2: agree with you. I think he should go out if he wins. I yeah. don't think he will though. I, I think right, right he's a crazy bastard. Like, this guy just, <laughs> and I think he's really been pretty synonymous with LeBron James as far as being like the first person to truly invest a lot of time and money their bodies over a long career. Um, and I, I think you see it in all the off-season tapes of him. Like, that's what he does is he takes care of his body. Uh, and he's he talked about playing to 45. Um, I think he'll play another year or two, but I do think he should hang up. Yeah. It,
0: yeah. yeah. He, he is stubborn. Uh, I think he just came out and said 45, why can't I play for uh, I think that's almost him hedging where if they lose, it, it'll keep the door open. But like you guys have both said, if he wins, he should call it. Um, it'd be a sad day for sports fans. Um, but I think, you know, Matt, you said Peyton went out that way. Jerome Bettis went out that way. You looked at some of the greats that didn't need to do it. Um, I think it'd be a great way for the goat to go out with number seven. Um, what is Tom at right now? How old is he now? He's 43 right now.
1: 43. Okay. Yeah. I mean, and we were, that's, that's unbelievable.
0: Talking off air about 50 and and how that seems like it's such a far off number, but he's almost halfway. Um, 40 used to be ridiculously old. And now, you know, here we are, a 43-year-old, still one of the elite quarterbacks in the NFL. Uh, Let's let's move on to matchups. So a lot of great matchups. Um, You got Tyron Matthew on defense, Chris Jones. And then you got a lot of weapons on offense. You got Gronk, who hasn't done a whole lot, but could be a factor. Riley is not a Gronk supporter. I'll start with you, Riley. Who? What, what matchup should we take interest in on Sunday?
2: I think, as far as one-on-one matchups go, I think Devin White on Travis Kelsey is going to be something to watch because Travis Kelsey finds a way to settle down in that like twelve to fifteen-yard area and just find space and
1: better than anyone.
2: And I know Devin White is a great tackle-to-tackle guy. I mean, but he picked up his last his first interception of the year against. Him. I think if he's going to be able to somewhat keep Travis Kelsey in check, that's going to be that's going to be huge for for the Bucks. Uh, if you're looking at units, I think you got to look at the Bucks line against the the Chiefs O line. I mean, three starters have gone out with season-ending injuries with Eric Fisher uh, in last week's game, uh, going out with a torn Achilles. So I, I think you know you look at JPP and those boys up front with 55 sacks this year. Uh, I think if they're able to get Mahomes off his rhythm, uh, and Devin White's able to stick Travis Kelsey, a bit,
0: they're going to give themselves a chance. What are your thoughts, Matt? What are you looking? What matchup you looking forward to, to uh, Sunday?
1: Um, I'm really, I'm really looking forward to based off of just certain guys in the, in the league that I've spoken to in the past and asked about, like certain players. I've always asked about Tyron Matthew just because he was really big when we were kind of in, you know, our primes, whatever in high school. So I was always asked about Tyron. So I want to hear, I want to see how he matches up against just either AB, whoever he's kind of shadowing. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be surprised to see who he shadows, but um, I'd like to see. Yeah. I want to see how Tyron matches up with him. I think he's going to get exposed. I truly do. I think him versus Antonio Brown, even if he's got a knee injury or whatever, I think AB lights him up. I think, Mike Evans could light him up. I think Godwin could light him up. So, I, I but I mean he's a good player. So we could see. I, I'll be interested to see how he lines up against them. now.
0: I would say I'm I'm interested in seeing kind of and, and this is going to be a little offbeat, but kind of the composure of both teams. You got a lot of crack talking on both sides of the uh, ball here. Both teams. You know, you got Mike Evans was getting into it with Marshawn Lattimore every time they play. Obviously the Chiefs had the little scrum with the Bills at the end of the last game. So I think if seeing seeing if tempers start to flare a little bit, whether it be a close game or a blowout, that's something to me that I'm interested um, in seeing on Sunday. Hopefully there's a little bit of a little trash talk, a little little chippiness to the game. Oh yeah. Keys keys. So we'll we'll stay away from picks right now, but just keys to victory, Matt. I'll start with you. What do the Bucks need to do to win this game?
1: Um, I've said this since, yeah, I've said this all week, really. Um, I think they got to get Antonio Brown incorporated in the offense. Um, I think truly if he can put on a performance like he did in Pitt, um, you know, one of those games where you just see nobody can cover this guy on the field, I think, I think they can win in in a big numbered game. Um, I think that's just too much offense to stop, even, even if. The other side of the ball has Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey. I think a in-form Antonio Brown with Mike Evans, Godwin out there as well is that's 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 too much to stop, in my opinion.
2: What about you, Riley? Uh, I think if you are the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, you have to keep Chris Jones in check in the middle. Uh, I think it's interesting to see how Ryan Jensen plays against them uh, as a center. Uh, I know he's not a one too often, but. I- pretty mobile at reaching over to those those three techs a lot of the time um so and he, he's my favorite alignment i mean it's weird weird to have one but Oh no, that's cool you got to cool. show them some love yeah love Go the way is though i think you know chris jones is a handful uh and their running game is very instrumental in setting up the deep ball off the play action for tom so i think keeping him in checks can be big
0: yeah for me it'll be it'll be the turnovers can can the bucks defense turnover Patrick? Homes, you got uh, against the Saints I believe they had four turnovers uh, and a couple against the Packers that's going to be the key Patrick Mahomes doesn't turn the ball over very often and, and when he does teams usually fail to capitalize Bruce Arians look for him to be a little bit more aggressive and look for the kickers for both sides to stay on the sidelines as you know they there's anticipation that it's going to be a high scoring game and if turnovers play a role uh, I think that works out to the Bucks' favor both of these defenses face a little bit of criticism, um, maybe a little bit of overhype, underhype, uh, which defense do you think is better suited for this matchup? I'll start with you, Matt.
1: Um, Hmm. I've never been a huge, uh, fan of the chiefs defense. I, from the games I've watched them in person, I haven't seen a whole lot of, of, uh, uh def- run stop game. So, um, but they've done better this year. So, I'd have to probably go ahead and say Tampa with that stat alone. Um, but, uh, you know, they've certainly improved in those areas if you look at the numbers. So, um, yeah, but I would go with Tampa. I think Tampa's got some good playmakers on that side. And, um, yeah.
0: Riley, what about you? Yeah, I totally agree with
2: this one. you got Winfield Jr. and Sean Murphy bunting in the, in the backfield, uh, Devin White in the middle and then uh the guys up front with JPP and Dominic and Sue, Vita Veya, I, I think they're going to be able to get a- get after Patrick Mahomes and stop them all.
0: The so JPP actually has more sacks since he's blown off his fingers than before. I thought that's an interesting stat that I saw. Um but you're right. The,
1: that is crazy. You're not going
0: to you're not going to stop the Chiefs offense. It's like when you're guarding LeBron, you're going to get the MVP if you Finals MVP if you hold him to a 30 point triple double average like an Andre Iguodala. That's that's how the Bucks are going to have to win win this game is by keeping them in relative check and you know not letting them take quick drives down the field. Uh, that's going to be minimizing the big plays. And, and I wasn't picked up the Bucks defense, and it's burned me as a Saints fan. Uh, you know they turned Drew Brees over. Drew Brees doesn't turn the ball over. They turned down Rodgers over. Aaron Rodgers doesn't turn over the football. And I just don't see Patrick Mahomes being. That much different, where he can't turn the ball over, and if they can get a couple key turnovers, turn those into six points, uh, the Bucks could really compete in this one. Um, so I think that's that's where I feel about that defense. And and as high-powered offense as the Bucks are, they don't necessarily scare me. Albeit they're putting up thirty points a game in the postseason, uh, but they they just don't strike fear in me. And and you look at the Saints game where they were a lot of short field touchdowns, so. I think it'll be more the Buck special teams, not, let, not letting those speed guys get on the edge and bust off big plays like the Saints were able to because um, the Chiefs are going to capitalize, unlike the Saints. Let's move forward to our topic, and, and let's go into game picks here. Um, we'll start with you, Riley. What's your thoughts? I know you've you've battled internally with this pick. Putting you on the spot here, What's your what are you saying now?
2: I really, until... Right now, haven't made made a full decision because uh, I really want the Bucks to win, uh, but and the Chiefs are just so talented. But I think you know going with usually burns me, but I'm gonna go with it. I'm gonna take the Bucks
1: 35.
0: Matt, what are your thoughts?
1: What was the second part? Of, I lost you a little bit. 35 to what? 28. Okay. You got the Bucks 35 28. Yeah. Yeah, I'll honestly, I've been battling this same question. I've uh, after watching the Chiefs game um, last week, I was like, I, I watching Tyree kill, who's the craziest athlete I've ever seen in terms of just r- sprinting. i like, there's there's no way they lose. That's what I I told my dad that. But the more I think about it, especially after this podcast got me time, gave me time a little bit more to dissect the game a little bit more, I strongly see a Bucks win now. I think the whole idea of Antonio Brown having a big performance like he did, I feel like he's been holding back a little bit, um, waiting for the big stage. And uh I think with Le'Veon Bell on the other side of the ball, I think that's that's got both of them excited and fired up to make a good have a good game and uh so I'm 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 going Bucks. I like that number thirty five twenty eight. I so I have a prop bet for um one team to score over 40, so I'm gonna have to go a little higher and say, <laughs> I got, I guess, I got, I'm gonna, I like the seven point range though. I'm gonna go 42, 35. Yeah, I like 42, 35 bucks.
0: So we are, so I've battled, as I'm sure everybody has been battling, and I want Tom Brady to win, but they just can't stop this Chiefs team. Mm. Um, I don't think it's gonna be, I don't think it's gonna be close. It pains me to say it. Nobody wants to watch the football. There will be a lot of points, but I'm going to go Chiefs here. I'm going to go 35 to 21. I think they're going to route them pretty easily. Maybe the Bucks put up a late touchdown to make it semi-close. But I like the Chiefs' 10-14 point range here. Um, their offense is too good. Patrick Mahomes is too good. Uh, unlike Aaron Rodgers, he has the weapons to do a lot of damage, make a lot of big plays. I, I just don't see the being able to compete with this one. I'm going to go 35-21 as my final. Um, That's fair. Matt, you brought, I, I remember you were a big uh, daily fantasy guy, so we oh, have. Was. To, <laughs> uh, <clears throat> you were showing me you, you you were going crazy stuff like golf <laughs> and stuff like that. Uh, you were super into it. Um, so obviously, mm-hmm. uh, we have to talk about that. We're going to release a. Pro- weekend um so stay tuned for that but just some generic props give me some stuff that you've seen um and that you like
1: yeah um man yeah those were good times that's when i first jumped into we had some beginner's luck but yeah no the first prop that i saw right away i liked was uh the either team to score over 40 um like i was saying earlier, i don't think much of the chiefs defense i know they've improved this year but I just think, I think Tom's gonna come out and give it all he's got. I think they have too much firepower on that side of the ball, and if they don't get to 40, I think um, the Chiefs sure is hell can. So I could see it going either way. I like, yeah, so either team to get. I think it's plus 185. Um, was the odds I saw? So there's some good value there. And uh, the other one I like. I like doing the first player to score. So first first touchdown. Um, I like playoff Lenny. Leonard Fournette to get the first first touchdown. I think it was plus nine hundred. So that's where I'm going if I'm going to do props. Small, small risk, high rewards.
0: Riley, what about you? I know we were talking about this a little bit earlier. What what do you like here, Riley? Uh, yeah, Paul, you touched on the fact that I'm
2: uh, I'm not a big uh, guy, um, but I do like Cam rate I like him for touchdown plus two fifty. Um, I also like Leonard Fournette forty eight run yards at minus 110 Um, I think he's gonna have a big game but like uh, a my, my kind of long shot one here is uh that plus thousand is Tom Brady to win the MVP the Bucks to win and Leonard Fournette and Travis Kelly
0: yeah I, I really like that last one if you think the Bucks are gonna win that's a that's a no-brainer if the Bucks win Brady's gonna be MVP and then Fournette to score Matt you like that one and I think Travis Kelsey will easily have a touchdown in this one. So I'm going to go on a different route here, and we'll talk about all the props uh, this weekend. I'm going to start with everybody's favorite bet. Heads is going to be the coin flip here. Uh, you got got <laughs> 50-50 heads, as good as you're going to get. I like heads. To, heads to the
1: I've got to ask, why is it? What, what, what draws you to heads, Paul?
0: <laughs> so won the last couple of years. Uh, so this is okay. Super Bowl and again obviously no coin flip plays any role on the next coin flip but (laughs) Heads has only hit 25 times out of the 55 so I'm using a little statistics here I think that uh, Raleigh's a big math guy so he's laughing Uh, I just have a feeling um, Heads is going to be what hits. Second I got burned last year. I'm not going to make the same mistake. First kickoff of the game will not be a touchback somebody's going to try to make a big play (laughs) especially if it's the Chiefs getting the ball first. You got to look at, you know, how how the Saints tore up this uh, Bucs special teams unit. But I I like Kansas City taking the ball at the end. Next one, both teams to have, and so that one is plus 240, great odds. That's why I like it. I think for a touchback, it's minus 300. Um, I don't really like betting, you know, heavily juiced favorites uh, like that one. Next one I like. Not a big, not not a lot of uh, payout. Not a big payout, but at plus one fifteen, both teams to have the outright lead in the first half. If the Bucks get the ball first, score, and then the way I think the game's gonna go, I think the Chiefs are gonna kind of run them a little bit and get that lead back. Plus one fifteen, both teams have a lead in the first half. The last one, you can't bet the coin flip and not bet the national anthem. It, it's it's a betting sin. I'm taking in a – this is a little parlay here. Plus one thirty. You, If you think the anthem is going to be quick, under two minutes for the national anthem, and Bill Belichick gets mentioned two or more times, that's a given. That's a lot. Bill Belichick's name will be thrown around all night. Plus <laughs> one, uh, that's plus 130. Um, that's that's where I'm going with those. Like I mentioned before, <laughs> we'll do another podcast uh, this weekend. Um but, yeah, uh, do you guys have any closing thoughts as we wrap up here? Any closing thoughts on the Super Bowl? Matt, I'll let you start with the first of the final words.
1: Um, I, think, I think I've think i given you all I got for the game. Um, like I said earlier, though, this is, this is cool to be a part of, Paul. I've uh, known you since uh, we were very young, and it's cool to see you you know, doing something you've done forever, talk sports. So good for you, What's buddy. It-
0: in kindergarten, our first sleepover. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah, I came over. Little, yeah,
0: <laughs> little ding dong bitch action. Yeah, some, some we watched. Good time.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't get detail, but yeah, that was kindergarten, <laughs> right, way back in the day. But um, way,
0: uh, yeah. Riley, closing words.
2: I uh, just want to say thanks to Matt for being on again. Um, I said it last week. I'll say it this week. Bucks win if Gronk gets less than two targets. going to
0: score a touchdown this week. You heard it here first. Um, (laughs) Hey, guys, thanks again for joining us. Uh, Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Chop Shop Sports, and our Twitter handle is Chop Shop Sports 1. Uh, Thanks, both of you guys, for joining, and I look forward to a great game on Sunday.